Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen hansen Paula, And I'm Marcus Paula. There are so many tools that can help us with our marketing process. Yes. We thought it might be a good idea to cover some of the free ones that our listeners can try out to see what works best for them. Where should we start? So I think one of the best places to start is with Canva. Canva is my go-to place to create images, to edit video even. Really? Yeah. There are so many different things that you can do. You can create reels. You can create TikToks on there. You can edit them. No wonder it's gotten so popular. (laughs) Exactly. But it's also gotten really, really easy to use. I remember a few gosh, it's been like five, maybe more years ago, I started using Canva and it was very clunky and Mm. I really didn't like it. And I used to recommend Adobe Spark a lot. And then Canva has really, really upped their game over the past few years. And it is hands down one of the best tools to use. And then along with Canva, there is a resource that is actually incorporated in Canva, but it's also a standalone website called Unsplash. Yeah, that's a great, great place. If you're looking for a standalone image, if you have kind of an idea of what you want, like a background or just a flat lay or something that you have a vision for on a social media post or on your website or wherever it might be, Unsplash is a great place to go. So if you're in Canva, you're already probably using Unsplash images and you don't even have to do anything, (laughs) but... Going to their website is what I do for our cover images for each episode of the podcast. We try to do a visual that corresponds with the topic, and I just go on Unsplash. And if you look at the show notes, you'll see the link that I copy and paste from Unsplash. I even have a couple of my own photos that I've shared up there as a thank you for all the stuff that we get to use. And it's all free. I don't have to give attribution. But I want to because I'm a fellow creator and I want to honor those people. That's right. And that's something very, very important to remember is that you can't just go and use any image that you find online. So when you use resources like Unsplash and Canva, you know that these images are free to use, that you aren't stealing anyone's intellectual or creative property, and you are good to go. Yes. Okay, so that covers tools for helping us create visuals. What other tools do you want to recommend? Another big, big time saver for authors is a social media management tool. Two tools I highly recommend are Later.com and Buffer. Now, if you're just starting out, if you've never used a social media management tool before, I would recommend using Buffer first because it's very straightforward. It's clean interface. It's very easy to use. And once you kind of get your feet wet and you understand what you want to get out of a social media management tool and you want some meatier tools at your disposal, Later.com is a really, really great resource. And they both have free options that have some limitations. Uh Uh-huh but they're going to prompt you to pay for the service, but you don't have to. But honestly, I think that you're going to fall in love (laughs) with both of these because they are so easy to use and they make your life so much easier. But try it out for free and see if it works for you or not. Exactly. So Buffer and Later for social media management and scheduling your posts and helping you save time there. What other tools do you have for us? So the next tool that I wanted to talk about were some resources that can help you organize your content, your ideas, 
your documents, everything in one place. Which and is important for planning. <laughs> very important for planning. And obviously, Google Docs is a really great place to start that you can just store everything there. You can share documents very easily, and you can organize everything by folders. And it's a very straightforward easy to use resource. And you use that in your coaching process. I do. And I know many editors use it as well because you can have one single document where you can see what each other has made changes or made edits. Collaboration tools. Yes. And you can actually see them in real time using it, which is kind of trippy, but it's a really great resource. And then the second resource is one called Airtable. Mm -hmm. And this is more of a project management tool that you can really customize a little bit more than with something like Google Docs. But what this does is it really helps you to create a flow and a system for your content. And it does have a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get into a system and YouTube has some great how-tos and resources on how to actually use Airtable. So that's another resource that you can tap into. Yeah, there's so much you can do with, and it's similar to like Asana or any of the other yeah. project management, but we've tried a few of them. And right now we've landed on Airtable because they have some really cool templates, the way it, the user interface is laid out, just like with Buffer, it's more approachable. It's a lot steeper learning curve than Buffer, for sure. <laughs> exactly. But there's so much stuff you can do with it, integrating it with your calendars for reminders and setting deadlines for yourself. It's really, really cool. That's what I'm looking at right now on my computer screen <laughs> for the notes for this episode as we talk about this stuff. Okay, so we've got the tools to create content. We've got the tools to help us schedule it. And then the tools to help us stay organized and collect our ideas. What other tools are available for us for free? Something else that authors really need to think about is their newsletter management tool. And we highly, highly, highly recommend a service called MailerLite. Yes. And it is free for the first thousand subscribers that you have joining your list. And so it's something where you can learn for free, basically, mm -hmm. as you grow. And MailerLite is a lot more affordable once you cross over that thousand subscriber mark, but it is so easy to use. It's very intuitive and it's very user-friendly. And if you've been following us for a while, you've probably seen that we used to use MailChimp mm -hmm. and we do still recommend it and mm -hmm. it's a good service. We just like MailerLite a little bit better. And the other important factor for that too is MailerLite's actually a little bit more affordable mm -hmm. besides being easier to use. So that's that's just our personal preference. If you're using MailChimp, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But if you're starting from scratch, check out MailerLite for sure. And they don't sponsor us. No, I wish no, they, they I don't. I wish they did. No. <laughs> maybe they should. Yeah, but... With MailChimp, you get up to 2,000 subscribers free, right. which is very tempting. But again, once you pass that 2,000 subscriber mark, it's going to cost more. It adds up really, really quickly. It does. And as someone who has used both MailerLite and MailChimp, the automation yes. process is so much easier and so much clearer in MailerLite. So that's another thing to think about. It used to be that I was the one handling all of the new campaign yes. creations. And then I would tell you, okay, the campaign's ready. J just go in and make your changes to the actual email. You would write your mm -hmm. text or copy and paste and add images. And I would handle everything else. Well, now with MailerLite, you're doing everything yes. without me. Yes. And that says something. That does. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm totally happy about. 
We'll be talking more about newsletters soon because that's something that's really important and there's a lot of little details. And we do have other episodes that we'll link to in the the show notes where we've already talked about newsletters, but there's a lot to cover there. Yes, there is. (laughs) But this will get you started and it's a free thing you can just try out. And it's something that I would highly recommend that you get started with as soon as possible. Yes. So we gave you about eight different free tools to try out. And a disclaimer I always like to give with everything that I do, that this is the stuff that we find that works best for us. We're not telling you this is the stuff you have to use. Give it a feel for yourself. See if it makes sense to you. If so, great. If not, that's cool too. And let us know if you have something different, what's been working for you. There are so many free or inexpensive tools out there. And if you do find something that works for you, that's awesome. You don't need to go and change your whole tune just because we recommend something different. Yes. Is there a make it happen moment for this episode? I would recommend that you take a look at at least one of the tools that we talk about. If you're struggling in a certain area, maybe it's within content creation, maybe it's within your newsletters, but check out one of these services and just see how you can integrate it into your process. And we'll put links to all of these in the episode notes at either bookmarketingsimplified.com is a shortcut there, or you can go to mixthismedia.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.